Never in the history of the world have the merchants of obscenity had available to them the modern facilities for disseminating this filth. Disseminating this filth. The onslaught of the communist masters of deceit. Bingo. Sluts. Inco. Comma. Sluts. Inco. Comma. Sluts. Inco. Comma. Welcome to Panko Kami Sluts. Now begins the actual episode. <laughs> Afghanistan style. Afghanistan. I'm going to start off by saying, guess the what? The John Mayer of countries. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so a certain comedy club in New York, uh, uh, an owner of this comedy club tweeted today that he had inside information. There Uh-oh. was an Afghan comic, desperate get out of there and they were going to fly him out and he just got word that they were sending terrorists to the airport. Mm-mm. End of tweet, right? Uh, and it's hilarious. Um, I'm pretty sure the comic he's talking about is uh, like a big libertarian comic who is like ethnically Afghan, but... Uh, Was he really I, in Afghanistan? I don't know. Apparently, I, I cannot confirm or deny. I just think it's very funny that uh, comedy club owners like, I've got this inside information, and then there's no follow-up. I just, just wanted you guys to know. This comedy club owner also said he was afraid to be publicly Jewish in Manhattan. <laughs> That's cool shit. So, um, does the comedy club rhyme with the meek and the brave? Oh, no, no, no. And they're long gone. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that, a lady ran that club. Come closer to your microphone. A lady ran that club, and they have since relocated to Austin, Texas. No, I'm talking about one of the clubs that says stand in their name. The they're stand. both bad. No, it's the other one. Oh, okay. So we narrowed that down. Um, I want to point out that... Uh, if the witches were trying to like bewitch the Taliban, Allah struck back. Yeah. <laughs> Allah, That's right, Allah, did, Allah did a counter spell. struck back. They wanted blues for Allah, but <laughs> instead, <laughs> what happened was Allah was quite happy. That's Grateful right. Grateful Dead reference. That's I didn't say that, you did. But yes, okay, so the witches attacked Allah, and then Allah was like counterspell. No, here's the real deal. Was it Allah or was it some other demon they summoned by accident by trying to curse a god? And now they're in an inextricable struggle (laughs) with uh, some unnamed demonic force that they think is the Muslim god. I would say if mysterious bells happen within the next two to three minutes, it was probably a lot. (laughs) Peace Uh, be upon him. (laughs) Anyways, uh, there was a terrorist 
attack or a bombing. And we're going to hunt him down. Suicide bombing. Yeah, that's what I don't understand if it's a suicide bomb. How are we going to hunt him down, Biden? Yeah. (laughs) Seems like they got that one. Did anybody else have a weird experience uh, getting the news of this attack? Because I got it from listening to the Chapo episode. You didn't know about the Absolutely bombing? not. What? I don't like, fucking watch the news, dude. Like, do I not heard get... about it. You, you, I, I got heard... banned off Twitter. I got nothing, man. Well, do you actually? You might have get... told me about it first, Steve. But uh... do you not get things on your phone that like direct no, you to news? I call people on my phone like a normal person. Like, a, like a normal person. How old are you, Marlo? My phone doesn't yell at me anyone? because there was a terrorist attack. Like, my phone isn't, like, an elderly relative. It's a phone. I spent 48 also, hours watching the TV. it was a Patreon TV. episode that I didn't pay for. I fucking listened to it on Reddit, like a normal person, who has never signed up for Reddit. I Googled the Chapo episode on Reddit. It was a good episode. Yeah, it was a fine episode. But And but, uh, it taught me about the news today, which seems to have made me happier than... Spending 48 hours listening to whatever has made you very miserable. I I mean, I'm happy. Uh, we're all happy. We're all happy. No more questions. <laughs> <laughs> but like, okay, so just sitting I here watched, listening to John Mayer. It's all good. I just, I, I watched a video where they were like, there are threats of terrorism in Kabul airport. Why don't we bring back the terror alert system? It, someone the said. Terror, <laughs> the terror alert was up Orange to... Orange or red? M- magenta. Was it magenta? It was magenta level at the Kabul. So I watched a video where they were like, oh my God, there's a threat of a terror attack at the Kabul wee, airport. Wee, wee. And this was like 10.30 as I'm leaving for work. And I'm watching this video, and then, like, 15 minutes later... Oh, it was a lot. And then 15 minutes later, (laughs) I was like, oh, shit, there was a terror attack. Like, 15 minutes after watching this video explaining how there was a terror threat. I don't know. It was strange. I'll give it to the threat system. That was pretty good of them. Yeah. Yeah, they they, they called it? Well, yeah, no, absolutely. uh, But that's... Also, like, Suspicious. strange. Peculiar. I think it's called good police work, Stephen. I mean, the implication seems to be that they're... They're just real good detectives, is all. Yeah. No. They, well, they, okay, you think the terror... They're shoes. Okay, here's Stephen's problem. Stephen thinks the terror He's... alert problem, the terror alert thing, should inform police to be able to prevent This is not what attacks. I think. Well, okay, what do you think? What do no, you think? what I think is that these are intelligence gathering operations they have through the Taliban because they have informants in ISIS K or whatever. Absolutely. And who's saying that's a bad thing? Because really the point of the terror alert system is to inform uh, competent gamblers to be able to bet on terrorist attacks. It's oh, not, oh shit. I didn't, I didn't realize, know about that. I didn't realize so this. It's not, I'd if love they to have, get into some gambling yeah, that had some real in stakes. in the Taliban, that's part I, of the solution. I appreciate this if we're like rolling some dice on whether or not there's going to be a terror attack today. 
Yeah, if I've signed up for a terrorist news system, I want it to be accurate. And if working with the Taliban makes that more accurate, then... Uh, they Well, is it the Taliban or is it ISIS... K. X K E. Did, did uh, Trump called it ISIS X. I do I, like I special K. It's yeah. called. I do it's like it's, uh, ISIS I ketamine. Mean, people, people they t- got ketamine now, guys. Uh, yeah, they're dissociated. They are dissociated. I do like that. It's uh, people talk about the alphabet mafia. This is something I've been informed of that uh. there's an alphabet mafia, but that alphabet mafia seems to be just terror groups. I think it's a reference to LGBTQ people who like go on the street that rough people up. Mm. Yeah, and by street I mean online. Yeah, they're like, go on and you do that. Yeah, I can't believe this gay person's committing violence. Yes, yes. Aren't the gays supposed to be peaceful? Yeah, they are. But this one's not. This one. No, this is violent. This one's giving me attitude. This person's telling me I'm using the wrong word to mm-hmm. describe something. Yeah. Alphabet mafia. But the real alphabet mafia is whatever letters they're assigning to these terror groups. Because now yeah. we have I mean, ISIS K. There's the NSA, CIA. There, there's yeah. a collective term for that. Yeah. Which is like alphabet something or other. It's alphabet soup. Yeah, actually, that's correct. You know what it's missing from this whole, like, every terrorist group coming out of the Middle East? I'm going to tell you how you're failing, guys. Uh, you're not tuned in to something cool. Like, you need to have some weird deviation. Obviously, not when we break into your bunker, but obviously before that you're into a weird movie or possibly an anime, I think. I think they should have their own Twitch streams. I I agree. I think they should let them on Twitch. Like Uh, Snoop Dogg and just mute them for three days. Yeah, do you think Snoop knows he muted himself? I think they should go back to the basics of the Tamil Tigers. Shout out MIA. Yes, shout out MIA. Anyway, so the Tamil Tigers, if you, the listener, know nothing about terrorism, know this. The Tamil Tigers invented the suicide bomb. They were the first. Yeah, they're like the the hipsters of suicide bombs. To actually say, hey, what if we attach a bunch of explosives to our cells and walk into a place with a bunch of people and push a button? And And you know what? I want to shout that out because whenever I hear about conspiracy theories, I'm always like, does it make sense from an evil person's perspective? And I want to shout out that technique as being like very chaotically destructive. You can can tell yourself it's targeted, you know, but you don't know. You're going to blow yourself up. So like, I really appreciate that stripe of a bad guy. Like, that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? I mean, you you say bad guy as if you are a Sinhalese fascist. Um, I think what you mean is freedom fighter. Yeah, I I think what you mean was the Tamil Tigers were correct. I am going to be the lib on this and say, uh, you know, just bad guy amorphously in the sense of, like, you might blow up a few... "Quote unquote innocence in this situation. Oh, so I think you're talking about a, a 
little bad guy called America. Yeah, oh, of <laughs> course. I mean, like, that's the standard I'd hold Not all bad the guys to. Tigers who yeah. This well, and that brings us to the conspiracy supports. theory how much. Did they know, and when did they know it? When did they know when it? When did they know it? And I'm so sorry. I have to shout out. I'm so excited for the fucking impeachment Benghazi. show. Benga- no, the impeachment show. And Benghazi 2.0. Because they acted like that with uh, Bill Clinton's blowjob. They were like, who knew it, and when did they know it? Yep. <laughs> but expect, like, years of just committees and just bringing people in front of committees and Ugh. talking about it. Oh, I hate groups. And like, why was the CIA director flying to visit the Taliban we a day know before why. it? You nothing know, good. N- nothing good. That's what, I mean, like, what else do I need to know? It's not good. Um, how did they get past the checkpoints? I plan to listen to nothing about this. I plan on ingesting all of it right into my veins like fucking heroin. I plan. I, I'm that like in the in between. In between. I want to do drugs and not listen. So uh, I'm into that. I How learned about you? this from the pirated episode of Chapo, and that is the extent of research I plan to do on this topic. Well, I do like that they let out the people that did it. Out of the prisons before it happened. That's pretty cool. I mean, oh, well, that's it's a nice right wing talking point. Yeah. It sure does. Well, uh, yeah, no, the that, Taliban won the war. Part of that. No, I thought the Americans let out the people. Yeah, that's the whole thing is they're like, oh my God, we let out these bad guys who we had had. And then they're like, guess what? They went right back to doing the bad guy stuff. Yeah, imagine that. Oh my God, that. we failed. Yeah, because and the it's a Taliban fault. won the war. There wasn't that, a war. It was a simulation. I get it. Them's the breaks. I agree. Yeah, and but, part of that means you need to let out their people who kill Americans. That's why you put them in prison, which was a crime in the world where the Americans won the war, but the Americans didn't win the war, and therefore the people who killed Americans are guilty because That's right. Marlo is a lawyer, everyone. Yeah, no, it's Uh, called authority comes from, like, winning Yeah, authority cum force. (laughs) (laughs) Authority, come on my face. Yeah, come on my force, baby. Uh, Okay, I'm so sorry. Marlo seems offended. (laughs) He stepped on his law toes. Speaking of law toes, there's nine of them, and I hate them. There's the Supreme Court. Yeah. I don't like them. Yeah. Ooh, but fun fact, guys. I discovered today someone I went to high school with is the Solicitor General for... The District of Columbia, mm. and was one of the four people who testified in whatever the fuck they did last night. The landlords? Yeah, the landlord shit. But yes, we went to high school together. Though we, she didn't finish high school with me because she left early to do like accelerated school and go to college early. Fun fact, I did go to high school with her. <laughs> Should we love her or hate her? I don't really know. I have a weird like uh, distance with a lot of people I know from my private school days because a lot of them are nice enough ladies. Which side did she testify on? I'm not, I don't understand. I, I don't understand God. how. 
how to. that I assume the works. landlords, right? I assume it was, I don't know. She does like a lot of direct Supreme Court liaison stuff. Um, because so you know what? Because it's a fucking shadow docket. We don't know shit. Um, so, Marlo, what are the chances of an eviction crisis? 180%. I mean, what the fuck is an eviction crisis? As in, like, there's going to be a mass eviction in the next, like, three months, and there will be a massive influx of homeless. I mean, I, I again, it's... Yeah, I assume after happen. an eviction moratorium ends... Uh, unless well did you read any of the dissents i did not the essential argument if i might conflate them is essentially that they're dissenting because look at these numbers this shows that this will create this kind of eviction crisis etc in the delta variant and then a lot of the criticism of those judges is you're not a scientist just be judged you okay, can't drop these so scientists. to give the Baudrillard uh, the Baudrillard Baudrillard Anyway, yeah, I went to law school. I worked in eviction. Yeah, answer for the sins of your brethren. <laughs> I, I worked in eviction law for a while, which is a hilarious uh, understatement. But um, yeah, so to give the basic answer is the crisis comes from the perception of a crisis. And I have no idea are there tragic stories you can play on the news? Yes, there were before COVID happened. Uh, are a lot of people getting evicted? Yes, there were before COVID happened. Is there a magic number that will hit that will make it a crisis? I don't fucking know. Would you say the pretense that there is a number we could hit is a delusion <laughs> fed to us to keep this whole thing? Like, like, I mean, there's always a homeless crisis so long as there's homeless people. I, but like, those I, were I, regular homeless people, and these are sometimes our friends in this one. That's what the difference like, is. Like that is kind of like you can the talk to homeless it. people. They have stories. They're they're humans. They would be better not being homeless and their transition from not being homeless to homeless sucked and now they're homeless and things suck and that's always true so yeah i mean will there be a crisis i was i realized that but i was more asking the question of how much are the landlords frothing at the mouth to evict a whole swath of I people. Been, I have not. A lot of landlords denied the aid or assistance. Uh, yeah, that's in order no, that's to absolutely they yeah, should. They, like from their standpoint, like yes, uh, any because they should be able to get rid of any non-paying piece well, of no, shit that like they want. Any, any government, I, like oh, this yeah, is well, a thing. The way housing assistance works. Any government program that it's like, we'll pay the rent from the government to keep these tenants. The landlords would always much rather evict them and get tenants who can pay. Would you say it's because they're pieces of shit already or does being a landlord make you a piece of shit? uh, More the second one. Like it is actually the like motivation of the system that it's just easier 
to do that and market. And yeah, like no, because I'm I'm seeing these stories as someone who has completely tuned out the news, and we've already established that. Yeah, I don't. You give live a sh- under a rock. I don't care. My I rock, rock rules. Milo's too no, cool he for lives school. under. He lives mm-hmm. under Iraq. Yeah, he lives anyway. under Iraq. Iraq. Like I, I'm seeing these stories of, as you phrased it, the landlords gave back the money to evict their tenants, and that shit always happens. The idea that the money is money is not the thing. There's a punitive aspect to this whole situation. Well, no, the idea is when you are in landlord tenant court. That that's always a thing that happened, like well before COVID. The common defense by legal aid always is our tenant is applying for government relief and the landlord will get paid. Just give us a few more weeks. The landlord will get paid and don't evict them. And the landlord's stance in all of those cases is I don't give a shit. Get the fuck out of my apartment. I want to clean it out and maybe do some renovations and get a different tenant in. Realistically, not do any renovations and barely clean Uh, it and take their chances on getting a new tenant. The idea that it's some novel thing. (laughs) Like a fucking bitch. The landlords don't agree (laughs) with the terms of the eviction moratorium, even if they're getting paid. And this is something that comes up because they put on these landlords on the news and shit. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm like losing money. I'm a small landlord. I'm a mom and pop landlord. Yeah, yeah, I'm a mom and pop landlord. I'm a grandma and I have no income other than Jimmy. I put some money down. I'm paying some mortgage on blah, blah, blah. No, they have money. The point is they don't want that money and they never will. And they shouldn't rationally given the system they have. And any fucking solution that involves saying like, oh, let's get the landlord. The landlords will never be on board for any sort of rent relief. If you just start paying them a salary and do everything with their apartment, do all the repairs, they would still rather forego that and just kick their tenants out. They will never be happy. And the idea of bringing them on board for any Anything will never work. So, and why is that? They're can pieces you, of shit. Can you can, uh, can you tell us no, why? Before we get there, like given that, like you stated, that's like so definitively right now. As somebody with a little bit of expertise, given that, how absurd is it? The general attitude renters are encouraged to have in regards to their landlords, like. I talk a lot of shit. I'm like, fuck them, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like I got to wait a little while before I talk about my personal situation in this area. (laughs) But the idea that, oh, poor me, I'm just not getting paid is not even the crux of it. Like... Something I said to a lot of my friends when they had, for the first time in their life with the pandemic, actually had a crisis in this area, which I'm like, I've been there before. So the idea that you should be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, poor, I'm so sorry, landlord. And like the idea that during the pandemic, you should have given them all your money at the expense of other basic needs is like something that people act like is admirable, you know? 
like, I, like, no matter what, I paid my rent. And my belief about it was uh, the building doesn't need you to shovel dollar bills into it for it to not collapse. You know, like, we're dealing with an unprecedented crisis. Like, for me, it turned into a game of knowing you're going to act like this is, like, you're going to die if you don't get my rent. I know you're not going to die. <laughs> I'm going to die <laughs> if uh, I acquiesce to this narrative. Like, I, I just feel like there were a lot of people who I knew who were like, buddy, I have to pay rent. I have to pay rent. And I was like, yeah, okay. But like, if you live in New York, you almost never have to pay rent. Well, oh, some of these people I was talking to were in Baltimore, and some of them were young, and it was the first time they ever had to deal with a situation outside of their like family home they came from that they had a situation dealing with, and like not being able to pay a bill like that, right? You know, because to me. It becomes a situation if you have a difficulty where I did. I ha I got laid off suddenly, and this is pre-pandemic. I got laid off suddenly. No warning. I had every indication that my role was going to continue for at least like three to four more months, like all of these things. Mm -hmm. So we were pretty reliant on that salary I had tied up with that job. Mm -hmm. And then when I didn't have that salary and I was seeking a new position and I informed my landlord, you know. They don't care. They don't care. No. Nope. It, it, and it's they, my, so this landlord, not the place I'm living now, guys. My previous place, they got aggressive immediately. They did not try to like work anything out. I was late but then I had a partial payment in next month but like with this you know I am basically seeking a job etc they immediately as soon as it was viable for them like filed paperwork to evict me and then uh, I just happened to get a freelance thing where I was able to get enough money to pay them the back rent and whatever and they were like mad about it yeah because like they, it's like they got a hard on to fucking evict me yeah when I was going through a situation like they don't care and they don't care yeah, so then okay. when the pandemic happened I was like guess what you guys can suck my fucking dick you can eat my whole asshole I will never ever give eat a shit about any anything you send me in this entire time I, I don't give a shit at the time I was living in New Jersey which had a pretty hardcore uh, eviction moratorium which I made sure I knew every single fucking thing about they sent tried to send me a fake eviction notice during this time oh yeah that happens all I, they thought we just go oh no okay, I'm this so is pre -pandemic. scared I no left. it's not it's during the pandemic no I'm no, saying no this existed pre-pandemic the, the idea but of sending someone a fake eviction notice let's just say I happen to know a landlord who had that written in a court decision to me I'm in a comic book situation in this scenario oh we're fucking like nemesises and we're at the, that's how I played this whole fucking thing with my former landlord and I came out on top 2019 but yeah like I think it's sad when I meet people now who are so fucking like oh Oh, oh no, I'm so sorry, landlord. Uh -huh. And I'm like, ugh. Look, 
I like the place we are in so, now. It was not clean when I moved in, okay? Like, I've never moved into a clean place in New York City, no matter how much fucking money I've put down up front. They, why would you clean it? If you were a landlord, why would you clean an apartment? Oh, are you going to not move in now? Are you going to sue me? You can't go to housing court. You'd have to go to small claims. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did then, take uh, I did take a whole bunch of pictures of uh, what I cleaned up uh, and kept it yeah, in a you're file. Not, you're not getting a hundred bucks back in small claims. I didn't want to Say fuck answer. with it here, but I have gotten money. I have gotten prorated on the rent several times uh, for this exact situation because yeah. pubic hair in the bathroom is like kind of uh, yeah, and it, like even like, then and, you pay out a little bit, and most tenants don't do that, but. Exactly, but the if I'm the one who does, that, I get a hundred bucks. <laughs> the, the idea that it's like, oh, they refuse. Okay, at the end of the day, everyone still needs housing, and it makes way more sense to just throw a tenant out and get someone else who fucking pays. And if they don't pay, you throw another tenant out, and you get another tenant that pays. And the waiting on the government to maybe give you money at some point, whatever. As I'm hearing about this, it is reminiscent of almost every... Look at every non-payment case in New York City Housing Court. Anything that, like, legal aid appears on. Because, like, legal aid's thing is they'll appear on cases where they know their defense is, I can get a government agency to cover the rent that's the defense that legal aid uses is my tenant qualifies for some rental assistance judge you need to delay the eviction to allow that government assistance to come through and the landlord's perspective in all those cases is you shouldn't let them do that you should let them evict me i don't want the money And the idea that, like, now with the eviction moratorium, that's exactly the same argument. Okay, what happened was the eviction moratorium ran out, what, August 15th or August 1st? I think originally the 1st. The 1st. And then the Biden administration dragged their feet and put out an executive order that they were going to reinstate an eviction moratorium due to this, you know executive order which they admitted publicly that it wasn't constitutional or ran contrary to most constitutional lawyers because everyone's a coward here and won't say no one will say it's not important whether it's constitutional or not in the in this situation like they won't say that they have to go back to this pretense and now we're stuck with the nine unelected judges constitutionality and marlo maybe you have some insight into this but the constitutionality is based on procedural like Congress needs to, because it's a federal moratorium versus a state moratorium, whereas the the Biden administration is trying to do a blanketed federal moratorium on all states. Most of the states, including New York, is keeping their state moratorium. So if you're in New York, you can't be kicked out regardless of this ruling, but the Biden administration is trying to do a blanketed thing for all 50 states. And they dragged their feet on it, and then they did it, and then last night, 
the Supreme Court struck it down as not constitutional because it required Congress to pass more legislation because the original eviction moratorium was passed through Congress, right? Yeah, I mean, I know the eviction moratorium failed. I just think everyone's cowards, and I don't. I don't have any respect for people who are fucking law nerds. No offense, Marlo. He's not no, a law he, nerd. No, you should I, offend but, him. No, I but am I'm just a, saying. No, I have no I am, uh, respect for people who are like eh, the letter of the law. Uh, like, no, you no, should okay, absolutely so take other. That's my RGB impression. Uh, RBG. Yeah, uh, she's dead. Who cares? Yeah, uh, fuck <laughs> that. Woman, but yeah, like, because I feminist just, icon. I don't know. She's almost becoming like a, a Mother Teresa in my mind of a person that people like were like should uh, condemn after. And the I'm fact. like, oh. I think it's a like a ooh, you are like the first person in this way to be so committed to the letter of the law to upholding these okay, words. So funny, I. 100% agree with your uh, feeling about law nerds, which is why I know nothing about the Supreme Court opinion, because I know there's a technical reason why they ruled that way. And I know that it would take me about 20 minutes to figure out what that technical reason is. And I know that that technical reason doesn't matter against the actual human suffering that that decision will cause. So I just don't give a shit. I went to law school. I've been a lawyer. I fucking hate it. Yes, I I can probably sit down. In fact, you know what? Next episode, uh, for our next premium content... This is never going to happen. By the end of this weekend, I will have an, an idea of what the Supreme Court decision was about the eviction moratorium, and I will be able to explain the technical legal reason for that, and I will explain it to you, the listener, uh, who pays our Patreon, which I think is about 95% of our listeners. Thank you, Richard. Um, (laughs) What won't change is people will suffer because of this decision. And if they came up with some different reasoning to come to that decision, people will still suffer. Their reason for it was that Congress should have passed legislation yes, to extend that was the moratorium. Yes, I understand that. They were like, it's not that. legal if but Congress I, didn't say I, the thing. I'll give a fucking explanation from what the first moratorium was. I'll give a fucking history of the uh, case, procedural will you tell history us why of the we case. should give a shit what the Constitution says? No, about- you shouldn't, and that's my point. And that's why yeah. I didn't fucking pay attention to this shit. Because I don't fucking care anymore. I you know what? Followed- I want to do like national treasure. I'm going to break in. I want to steal the fucking constitution. But you know what? I'm going to I followed Supreme Court <laughs> cases <laughs> for years. I listened I to on the constitution. I listened to Oye oral arguments on Oye.org. I had a professor who appeared on Oye.org. I've now you're read- just saying words. Yeah, I know, because that's all it fucking is. It doesn't fucking matter. But yeah, I'll fucking look at it from my fucking law school perspective. I'll I'll take a look at what the reasoning is, and I'll explain it. 
We'll do that after the you, movie. Uh, yeah, any time. Guys, we're going to watch a movie. We're going to watch a movie about Christians hating communists. But yeah, no. Understanding or, or I think the movie's about is communists hating Christians. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Quote, unquote. And then we'll get a lawyerly update from Marlo Esquire. <laughs> yeah, because I got Marlo Hans I got assigned homework from Steven. Uh, who says <laughs> yeah, yeah. that apparently I don't care uh, about anything unless I accept the fucking Baudrillard simulation of humanity that is law school. I do want to say, 20-second timeout, <laughs> Beyonce is the new face of Tiffany & Co. And some people had a problem with that because, you know, blood diamonds, blah, blah, blah. She's the first black woman to wear that huge yellow diamond that is like the famous Tiffany diamond that they took from the mine. Bonnie, I gotta be honest with you, I have the most chance of knowing what the fuck you're talking about, and I don't. <laughs> I'm just saying, these are all things that are true. So people were like, actually, that's a blood diamond. Like, it's not an achievement that she's wearing it, whatever. Seems people bringing up, you know, reasonable. the whole history of the diamond trade in Africa, et cetera, especially given Beyonce's work in the past few years has been very African-influenced. And um, Beyonce's mom, bless her heart, Beyonce's mom got online and was like, okay, how many of you so-called activists have diamonds? <laughs> That's what I thought in her assumption that everybody, like that people were just talking shit and they were like, oh, psych, I actually do have diamonds. Like that That's... owning diamonds was so ubiquitous. I think... <laughs> I said, oh, Miss Tina, I love you so much. I think hypocritical I... scolding is... One of the most wonderful things when it's misplaced. Well, and there was a part where she was like, what, when you get engaged, you just get a silver band? And I was like, this is hilarious, because I pointedly did not get a diamond when I was married. Like, that was very important to me to not have a diamond, because they're worthless. It's a fucking ruse, guys. Um... You know, you can get pretty things in all kinds of crystally forms. It doesn't have to be this weird. Uh, People, you are being lied to. Listen to the Opie and Anthony episode with Louis C.K. back <laughs> from 2007. God damn it. No. Listen to me. Actually, no, that was a pretty what good What about pick. Tony Hawk versus Lil Nas X and their blood feud? Oh, that sounds interesting. Wait, wait, I did not know about that. You didn't know about this? Okay, okay I, didn't know I that. generally so, like I both of these people. Okay, a couple weeks ago slash months ago, Lil Nas X put blood in his sneaker that had some blood in it. And people got really outraged, possibly because there was blood in it, but also because possibly because it depicted Satan, and possibly because he's a gay African American. It was AIDS blood. It was yeah. It was gay AIDS blood. And then this past week, Tony Hawk painted a bunch of his skateboards with his own blood, and nobody was outraged with it. And Lil Nas X. It was not AIDS. It was not AIDS blood. And then Lil Nas X was like, what the fuck? Why is nobody outraged about Tony Hawk putting blood on his products? Yet you are all mad at me. Maybe it's something other than to do with the blood. Yeah, it has to do with the AIDS. Yeah. With that you, Lil Nas X, a gay man, has. So that's the Tony Hawk versus Lil Nas X 
But did I Tony wanna... Hawk himself say he was mad in any way? No, t- Tony no. Hawk's fine. No, he's Tony chill. Hawk is great. No one recognizes him. Yeah, he's taking pictures with Avril Lavigne. Yeah, no, Tony <laughs> Which is our metric for he's, if you're a nice guy. He's the ultimate Are skater boy. Are you nice boy? to Avril Lavigne? He's the ultimate skater boy. We do love Avril B-O-I. on this podcast. <laughs> I feel like half. Tony uh, Hawk we is love Avril. The, the Charles also, Barkley of skateboarding, which is to say uh, the person that no Sixers. one has ever had a problem with and uh, has never raised any controversy. I do want to say that I want a karaoke skater boy. The round I, mound of I'd be the down 1080. For that. I'd be down for it. Do you want to die? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, same. Anyway, well, that was quite the time of Tyler and other things. <laughs> quite the time of that Tyler. That was Possum Kingdom yet again. Why are you going to keep referencing our premium content? Yeah, yeah. it's called teasing, so more people pay us. We're going to watch the music video for that song. I think they're both the same song, and you can play them back to back, and I'll think they're both the same song. A lot of people think that Tyler is the same song as uh, Where Is My Mind by the Pixies. Oh, yeah, that's a great song, too. Anyway, rest in peace, John Mayer. Uh, You will be missed. What? (laughs) What? Remember? Whoa. What the fuck? I didn't know we had that kind of sound. Jesus Christ. This whole time. I think so. The entire time we could have done. Okay. Yes. That's cool. Do it again. Hold on. (laughs) This is a good outro. Yeah. This is a late night. All right. This is. Panko Kami Funk. Yeah, <laughs> baby. Funky Kami Tuts. What? Do, do, the funk, do the funk one again. God damn, that rules. Yeah. Oh, Hell yeah. How did we have these powers and not use it before? Oh my god, this is our new theme song. Sorry, Matthew. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Oh, you know, it's, I, turned, I turned up our, mic, our, our headphones too loud. Oh, that's Trying true. to hear. Okay, which one of us is which character in Come Town? Obviously, I'm Stav. You're, you're <laughs> Stav. Well, okay, you say okay, that and but, yet I'm fat. But Marlo's the fat one. <laughs> But I'm the Greek one. What are, I guess. Okay, I, but I'm fat and like a quarter Italian, which is like basically Greek. <laughs> well, but then if does I'm that, not Stav, am I Adam? I think you're the Adam. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I'm definitely that, not no, Nick. Actually, no, Buddy's Nick. <laughs> Wait, I thought I was Nick because I was the skinny. Yeah, you thought you were Nick because you think you're the dominant <laughs> so one. But I'm, really, so I'm the Adam. Yeah, so we are declaring that Nick is the Dom on Come Town. Well, yeah, obviously. Anyway, good night. Anyway, next week. Yeah, we need a Pinko Kami Funk. Oh, wait, what was this one? That's right. <laughs> oh, no. Your Marlo's too drunk for his headphones. I feel like this was supposed... Oh, it's... It's applause. an applause. Oh, Thank this, you, everybody. This is Good a kind night. Of power-
name is Steve. And uh, you'll figure it out.